Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One, welcome to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It. It's the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. It's 2022. We're kind of kicking things off um, again with a little bit of a switch up of the format. I'm trying new things. We're experimenting. And today I have Tanette Griffin with us. Tanette was on our show uh, in July 2020. We could not tell you her last name because she had a full-time job. Since then, she has left her full-time job to pursue her business full-time. Her business, of course, you've heard me talk about it on Instagram, is Farewell Exchange. It's keeping secondhand clothing in the uh, sustainable fashion cycle because she's taught me this, that a lot of your goodwill donations end up making it into the landfills anyway. Um, Tanette, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome and Happy New Year. Thank you. So glad to be here. Thanks, Caroline. Really excited and Happy New Year to you too. I'm pumped. So last time we talked, you were you were really kind of just solely doing Poshmark. That was like a big one and yeah. uh, something cool that you were doing and that I love following on your Instagram, and I would like to see more of, and I know it's winter now, but maybe in the spring when people start going outside again, is your trasher hunts. Uh, yes. I have never seen somebody find so much good stuff uh, on the curb. It's crazy. It's crazy. I uh, I I don't know what it is, but I, I like to say that these things find me. Yes. Um, but I have found, yeah, treasures are awesome. I think it's something that's unique to the neighborhood that I live in, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, downtown Jersey City. It's very, like, residential. But people here are extremely intentional uh, in how they, you know, leave their stuff out. A lot of times when I find things, they're left out in, you know, a box labeled for free, which, you know, people d- do regularly. Yeah. But um, crazy enough, you know, the, the craziest treasure finds that I have found have truly been, like, dumpster dive style well I guess not truly dumpster dive I've never like actually gone in anyone's trash but um I think this is your year for that (laughs) I think this is your year for that I I, I don't know I it's it's so crazy so like last summer when we uh last talked I was finding treasures like left and right like I found Mm -hmm. a 30 30 inch screen like iMac like Apple iMac I literally fully fully works um, but I found a lot of really cool things like jewelry, people leave out, you know, tons of clothes. I, um, found, you know, literally it, it runs the gamut, tons of really cool houseware that I'm trying to sell right now. But, I know yeah. you posted that beautiful jewelry box and that like, um, like dish, like it's a casserole dish, but it can also be like a decor piece. It's just yeah. like, wow. I mean, really nice is, stuff, really yeah. nice stuff. And the thing is, is that it's not so shocking that someone would want to get rid of it. It just sucks that we don't, and this is what you've built with Farewell Exchange. It's like, we should have a way to make sure that these things find new homes right. instead of like, the you're getting them at the 11th hour, right? You're getting them on yep. like the day before trash day. Like, when if people not are desperate, you, people are like, I could literally care less about this. Right. I just need it to go away. Um, so it's really, it really, you know, the range of how I find things can be as easy as like just walking around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday and Thursdays are my treasure days. So I do find a lot of goodies on those days, but I literally will just do a loop and, you know, people will leave things on their front stair or on their stoop. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, one of the most epic treasure finds was, you know, on the street over from me, mm-hmm. there was, this was on like around this like a January. It was like a huge, after a huge snowstorm. Um, we have a lot of snow here today, actually. Mm, I heard. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was after like a huge snowstorm and I'm just walking around cause I need to get some steps in and mm-hmm. I see a bag and the bag has like a pair of 
Birkenstocks on top of it, like left out for trash pickup. So I'm like, oh, shoot, what what's going on with these? So I look at them and then I look at the bag and it's like, I just rummage through it and there's literally tons of jeans, sweaters, dresses, like brand new with tags, tags still on them mm-hmm. um, that wow. someone had just left out for trash. They, I guess they figure like they don't need that stuff anymore. But yeah, yeah you're right. We do. It is kind of kind of tricky. I feel like it's the way that people get rid of stuff and, you know, part ways with th- their things. Um, it, I think it depends on you know, where you're kind of located, because it, for me, um, I used to live in DC. And in DC, Craigslist is like, the go to for when you want to, you know, off, um, offload, totally. things, like anything. Yeah. Uh, but up here, Craigslist is, does, is not a thing that people use. Um, I know people use next door, but you really have to be intentional. It's about it's about, you know, the person. And but a lot of people in my area, they just, they just throw it out for whatever reason, they don't even bother. I think it's, you know, generational too. People are like, ah, we got to make room for whatever new Christmas season, you get new things, got to get rid right. of things. Everyone is thing. also like, you know, the new year, the purge. And I think also right. a lot of st- has to do with like convenience. Like, yep. F- like if you have a car and you can put like your big goodwill bag in the car and go to goodwill or go to the post office. You know what I mean? Like if you live in New York, that's exactly it. It's hard. And sometimes you're like, you know, I bet if we found all of the people who put these bags there, they would be embarrassed to admit that this is what they had (laughs) done with it. But sometimes I get it. You're desperate. And you're like, maybe in the back of your head, you're like, Oh, someone will see it. Like when you put the free stuff sign on it, it's like, I, yeah, this won't go to the trash because someone will take it. But what you're really saying is like, get this shit out of my house. Uh, you know, right. I don't actually care if it goes in the trash or not. I'm guilty of it when I lived in Brooklyn, for sure. Like, I'm sure a lot of people who live in <laughs> cities without cars, I get it. It's a lot easier now. Actually, Dan just found on the, on the street walking the dog the other night this beautiful gold and wood, um, like gold-plated and wooden uh, bar cart. And he dragged it all the oh, way home, wow. and now it has all these plants on it in our bedroom. Love that. Um Classic Dan, oh my classic gosh. Dan. But I, like, I love like my favorite treasure find. Randomly enough, is like a, a good basket. <laughs> right. Well, I you need baskets. it. <laughs> you need it. I've seen uh, yes. your inventory <laughs> corner, which is now like a full room, and I know you got a storage unit. Um, yeah. But I, but I also know tonight that you are in the business of when you find things, you often. Um, try to repair them or right. clean them, make them better before you put them on the farewell exchange or in the past, put them on Poshmark. Um, and I know that the item that you brought has yeah. something to do. I know that you don't do a lot of shopping because you are too busy bringing home garbage from the <laughs> streets. Um, you're just my sustainable shopping queen. But uh, I know that the item that you brought has something to do with uh, sort of elongating the life of some of the items that you find and please tell us about it. Cause I'm yes. excited. So my product that I want to share with everyone is called Dr. Martin's wonder balsam or balm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is absolutely amazing. It's basically like a, 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 a safe, like toxic free and toxin free uh, oil that you can use. Um, it's kind of like chapstick, if you will. And, and you can use it on, you know, leather. <laughs> it's considered a shoe polish, but I use it on, you know, purses, um, shoes. You can use it on real leather, fake leather, but it is literally life changing. It totally revamps, will revamp any surface. I almost want to use it on my skin sometimes because it's so nice. I'm like <laughs> the way that it, the way that it buffs out like the wrinkles and the, and the crinkles and the, you know, scuffs is just really amazing. It truly is wonderful. <laughs> how did you, how did you find it? So I was researching, you know, polished shoe polishes, essentially, um, ways to treat air facelift leather um ways to like bring something back to life because a lot of times i get stuff that's kind of that's in in good condition but it just needs a little extra oomph and um i googled it and was like you know best shoe polish on the market and dr martin's um wonder bomb is the first thing that came up so i added that to my cart and bought it and it's super cheap it's literally ten dollars yeah um a little bit goes a really long way so it'll last you a really long time which is also cool 
And it, it's awesome. And it's also, it also acts as a protectant um, for leather. So like for like a, like a weather protectant? Yeah, yeah. So when you put it on, so similar to like if you oil like wood, um, okay. that, that treatment kind of stays in the, in the material for a while. But yeah, it's really safe. You can use it. It comes with a little sponge, a sponge thingy that you can use to, to buff out the crinkles you, and stuff. Do you use that awesome or nice. do you use your hand? Like, would you put it on your hands and use it with your hands or do you use like a, a microfiber rag or whatever sponge they give you? I use whatever comes. I use, I just use the sponge. It's easy. And it's, you know, it gets into all the nooks and crannies, which is awesome. That is so gr- I never think about this, especially when yeah. selling things on Poshmark, which comes up from time to time for sure. Cause you turned me onto that a few years ago. Like I ended, I made some trips to Goodwill. I would buy some cool things. I'd resell them. It was kind of like a fun activity, especially yeah. uh, in the pandemic. Um, but can you give us a sense of like, I don't know, you find a leather bag or a pair of shoes that look a little, you know, pre-loved for sure worn and what kind of like price difference would you say you could get when you photograph something like, you know, a Madewell bag or a pair of Doc Martens pre using the Wonder Bomb and then after? Like, mm. could you charge more money? It, makes a, it, it, it does make a big difference to to be totally honest. Uh, I for me and my business, I like to go to, you know, take every step necessary to really bring something back to life and to give it as much and to breathe as much vitality back into the item as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, I, I just received in the mail, which is like crazy, a, the Madewell trans transport tote bag, um, and English wow. saddle Brown. And it's amazing. I mean, this bag is like best selling, like fan, like totally favorite, they, right? they never go on sale. Yep. <laughs> They never go on sale. Um, they don't. They really don't. Yeah. <laughs> but the bag does have, it's definitely been, you know, well used and mm-hmm. it does have some, um, you know, areas where it needs buffing. And for me, you know, I, all I do is I'll take the, um, the Doc Martens bomb and, you know, really try to buff out as much as I can. But with, le- with, with, material like leather and suede like that stuff is really kind of as you get it is how you you know how would you receive it so you can't really do too much tinkering with it because of how natural it is right um but with something like that like with this made well bag i you know i'll do as much as i can to really bring it back to life but obviously um i you know i can't charge i'm not going to charge the you know retail price for it because it's, it's been, you know, well worn. Um, but you know, I'll, I want to see everything that I have find a new home. So I'll charge a, I'll charge a really competitive rate to make sure that it finds, finds its way into a home, uh, for someone who will want it. That's With wonderful. this bag specifically, I'll probably charge like 70% off, you know? Yeah. I mean, that will go so quickly. How many times do you get things in the mail that you're like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just keep it for me. <laughs> uh that actually happened recently. <laughs> okay. I, oh my god. Okay, so I received this dress from H&M, the absolute most beautiful print. I posted about it uh, a few I think a few months ago actually. Um but it was this long like butterfly and floral motif printed dress with like sheer sheer neckline and like long sleeves and it just was like, "Oh my god, I absolutely loved it." I tried it on and I never try anything on just because really? I'm just like, cause you know, you'll I, talk yourself yeah. into keeping it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but I tried it on and I was like, Oh my God, I have to keep this. But it was after I had already <laughs> posted about it. Perfect. And li- <laughs> so literally like I, I posted about it. I was like, Oh my God, this dress is so cute. Um, and then I posted about it and then I was like, Oh crap. Well, and someone immediately bought it, uh, which is awesome. But wow. I was really sad that, it had sold so long. I was, you know, hoping I would have a few more, uh, a few more wears or whatever to be able to wear it. Yeah, I know. I get it. I, I, if I were in your line of work, I would honestly, I don't know what I would do. I, I wouldn't get much out the door. It would all just go right into my closet. Um, <laughs> I'm actually looking at the well. First of all, how many um, containers of the Wonder Balsam have you gone through since discovering it and using it on all the products you find? 
so I am still on the first one. It, Damn. It, when I tell you, it lasts a long time. I mean, you have the, it's, it, a little bit goes a really long way. It's just mm-hmm. like oil, you know, like you use just a little bit and it, it will cover the surface. So I'm still like <laughs> just barely have um, skipped, skimmed past the, the uh, top of it. Amazing. Um, I'm looking at the exchange marketplace right now. So, so Yay. for those of you who don't know, but I, I feel like then if, if you don't, I'm offended because that means you haven't been paying attention to me because I post about it all the time. Um, Tanette's <laughs> business essentially started, you start, when did you start it? Like in the, the late spring? Like, I mean, I know you started before that, but when did you officially like quit your job to do it? So I officially quit my job in July of 2021. And yes, at that point, yeah, oh my gosh, it, it was pretty crazy. But um, I had basically just reached the the point of no return, which is um, something that a friend of mine who I uh, who is a really great mentor, um, she operates her own uh, advertising agency. And I remember talking to her and I was like, when will I know is the time is the right time? And she was like, you will reach a point of the point of no return. And that is when you know that you have to pull the plug. Yes. So July, I pulled the plug and then um, went like full steam ahead on on the exchange, which is awesome. Um, when I launched, I think I launched in no, I think I officially, officially launched in November, mm-hmm. but you know, between July and October, September, October, I essentially was just doing testing and working with some uh, smaller test groups on ironing out all the kinks on the back end to make sure things work the right way. It is pretty amazing what you've done. I'm looking at it right now. So basically the way that it works is that you um, sign up for a membership, you get a bag in the mail, depending on how many pieces you think that you are going to donate from your closet to the exchange. It's pre uh, stamped and labeled and everything. Um, It's sort of like thread up in that way, except uh, better, way better. And you also know (laughs) that the stuff isn't going to get donated to a place that will then eventually turn uh, around and put them in a landfill, which is honestly the problem with a lot of these that's like donation the, that's places. That's the big problem. It is yeah. the problem. And um, and then Tanette puts them, she photographs them, she gets all the stock photos, she does all the descriptions. It's truly beautiful. I'm on your website right now. And then they sell. They Thank sell you. and they go to a new home that appreciates them and wears them. And you're not uh, contributing to the millions of tons of of textiles that either end up in landfills or in um, third world countries, which also don't want our shit. Uh, and we, (laughs) and then we just dump shit there all the time. And it's really horrible. I'm looking at the exchange right now and I'm seeing some of my clothes that I sent to you. Um, you have to send me a bigger bag next time I decided, cause I have, I'm, I am going to be relentless with my closet. I asked you, I said how much I know you were like, let's just start off. I didn't know low. (laughs) Send me an XX, send me a 90 gallon bag next time. I'm going for it. But yeah, there's so many cute things. There's a ton of Madewell. There's Bowdoin. There's loft. There's nasty gal anthropology, American Eagle, Everlane. I mean, like, this is all the stuff we're buying anyway. And it's the stuff. It's like, this is the most cure. Think of it as the most curated of, you know, a Goodwill uh, excursion. Um, And and it's like shopping in your your favorite friend's closet. Exactly. And like a lot of the stuff is new with tags. There's tons of different sizes. I'm seeing a lot of extra larges, 2XLs. Like, I know that you're getting uh, the more diverse... Uh, bodies that sign up to be part of the exchange, the more clothes we'll have to pick from. Exactly. Uh, It's really, really wonderful. Um, Thank you. And you've done such an amazing job and your mission is just so clear. I remember when you told me about like the Goodwill thing about how like there's a what percent, can you explain again, like what percentage of clothing actually makes it to the rack and actually gets sold? It's extremely, extremely low. So, Think of it this way. I, I think it's easier for people to understand the volume because what it's it's hard to put it. It's hard to imagine it because you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
think of it this way. So let's say you have a bag of stuff that you're donating to a Goodwill or Salvation Army. Um, and I'm naming, you know, those two groups specifically because that's where I am. That's, you know, I, I've seen their warehouses before. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so you have a bag of stuff, 30 items that you're donating. Five of those items are five of those items will likely make it to the floor. The rest of it is probably never going to see the light of day. It's going to sit in that bag, you know, on, on top of a million other bags of stuff that uh, is donated to, you know, these mega donation centers. Um, And that's kind of just the reality. The other thing that is really troubling about it is that, the when you do donate, you know, these donation centers, they do receive a huge, huge, huge volume of merchandise that people are giving to them. And, you know, Goodwills and Salvation Armies, they're usually operated by really, really small teams, they don't have a ton of staff to manage the inventory. Um, So things are really slow to make it onto the floor. So they have to be extremely, extremely, uh, you know, picky about what they take in. And, you know, that impacts the amount of things that they end up offering on their retail floor. So that's just kind of the reality. I like that. I, I often tell people, you know, if you're, you know, your favorite Ann Taylor cardigan that you wore in 2012 it, and you donated it, it's probably somewhere in a landfill right now, like, Ooh, to be totally honest. That's <laughs> I know. sad, it's, but it, it's obviously it's true. And it's probably more true as the years go on as there's more fast fashion because people's closets turn over a lot faster than they used to sometimes i keep things in my closet and then there becomes a very clear definitive time where i'm like i can tell you exactly what year that's from and i can tell yep. you exactly like i don't usually but care because about- you, you your clothes they have meaning to you yeah uh, specific things like I still have the dress, the, the dress that I wore on the night that I met my fiance. And well, that is cute. like a, a legit like bodycon, like with a peplum. Yeah, girl. Hem, which is like, you know, <laughs> I, totally, totally like out of style. Like, can you meet wear that in 2013? <laughs> uh 2015 okay okay <laughs> so close so close yep <laughs> but you know like the body the peplum tops and like with the with the tight fitting like mitting skirt that used to be that used to be the jam back in the day but, but if you were to put something like that on the exchange uh the farewell exchange right now who is the target audience buying the peplum dress right now like are is gen z like wearing our going out tops i don't think gen z gen z's style right now is very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're definitely more. I I feel like Gen Z wears more like baggy pants, like crop tops. Um, they are more into vintage than you know. I guess the the millennial group, but I might get in trouble for saying that. But they're definitely Gen Z is not wearing, you know, like a peplum bodycon dress. But sure, maybe some mom in, you know, Pasadena who wants to like, you know, rock rock that dress with a pair of wedges um, for dinner with her husband. Like she might. It's true. Might you've been that. you've been watching a lot of Housewives. I can tell um, that <laughs> that's exactly what the women in Pasadena are wearing right now. Um, yeah. I I love it. I love it so much. And and how many packets like. How's it going? Like, you know, you took a huge risk. Like, you quit your job to start something that you really believed in. You spent, I know, because I know you, you spent so much time getting it ready before you quit. So you had a lot of stuff in motion, but it also meant that you weren't sleeping and you were, you didn't have weekends anymore. You were very, very committed to this. Now that you have been on your own, now that it's been launched for two months and you've done about six months of being self-employed, having your own business, like give us like, how is it going? Like what's, what's surprising you about it? What's hard about it? What's great about it? You know, how's the business going? Tell us everything. Yes. I'll give you definitely the details. I will say first off, I have not looked back since I left my job. (laughs) I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky to have found my, my passion and where, I feel like I'm truly making a real impact and difference on the world. Um, it's extremely, 
extremely, it's weird to talk about, you know, because working after, you know, when you work in corporate America, you just are kind of in this cycle of corporate, like, I got to... I got to make sure I accrue certain hours so that mm-hmm. I can go on vacation. I got to make sure I do X. I don't know. There's just so much. There's just so much in the men. Uh, there's a huge men- mental shift that I had to take when I left my job. Um, and a lot of stuff that I had to just kind of like unwire from, which is a very regimented, very kind of like boxed in way of thinking. And I really yeah. had to work on like, opening and expanding where and how I, who I can help and how I can help people. Um, But I feel really lucky that I was able to take such a huge leap of faith because it, you know, it's really rare that people have that opportunity to do that. I definitely Mm -hmm. worked really, really hard and, uh, you know, just essentially saving up to be able to hit that mark so that I could, you know, pull the plug and, uh, sustain myself to yeah. to start the business, but I feel really lucky in that I have found my passion. Um, and I also feel extremely, extremely lucky. And I just want to say thank you to all of the people that have supported Farewell Exchange since I've started the business. Um, it has been an absolutely overwhelming amount of support and people that just get it, you know. It's yeah. the, the hardest thing is when you're telling someone about your project and they don't necessarily get it. But when I started and, you know, started talking about what it was that I was looking to do, people immediately were like, this is fucking awesome. Like, girl, I have so much stuff to give you. I like, I'm going to go clean out my closet right now. Yeah. Um, so when I first launched, I did. I first launched, I did it in two phases, right? Yes, so I you did like a the soft donate, launch. Yeah. Yep. So I did the donate by mail launch. Um, I actually started that while I was still um, working. Like, yeah. I, I was like, t- you know, doing my corporate work, like nine to seven. I mean, it's, you know, eight o'clock most days. Um, and then once I would like log off, I would go into designing and listing and all that stuff. And so I basically built the donate by mail program and wanted to see like what the interest was Mm -hmm. and what type of stuff I would get. I'd already been getting donations from people like you and friend, you know, friends and family and all that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, what if I, I need to, I need to like really, you know, dig in and lean into this. So I built donate by mail, which is essentially, um, you know, it's all online. So all you do is, you know, order a donation kit from my website and I will ship you a donation kit, which includes, um, you know, the, the extra large, like jumbo poly mailer that you put all your clothes in. Um, and then a pamphlet about how everything works. You send, you drop your stuff off at the post office and it comes to me. Now, what I was not expecting (laughs) was, like, the kick-ass amount of inventory that I was going to be receiving. Mm -hmm. I've gotten so much good stuff. It is, like, absolutely insane. And I feel really lucky that I've found, you know, or that people have found me who have really nice things. (laughs) Um, You know? (laughs) I don't know. It's, like, I don't know how to say it without being, like, sounding weird or whatever, but, like, Thank you, everyone who shot, you know, <laughs> has really good taste. I am really lucky because that helps with obviously, like, <laughs> I guess, re-justifying my entire idea. Um, sure. So, you know, some of the first few bags that I got, oh, my God, Carolyn, it was like freaking crazy. I would get literally bags full of like brand new Madewell, like yeah. Everlane, Um you know, you got to give a shout standard. out to Carolyn Levine. Cause I remember right before yes. she moved, she is a listener. And when she heard the first episode that you were on, I know that she was moving and she was like, Oh, I just had, I have a whole bag of Madewell clothing that like doesn't yes. fit me anymore. Or isn't my style anymore. And I know that you guys connected. You guys met in person, I think even. Did, yes, we did. did. And she just dropped it off. Yeah. I mean, like shout I, out to Carolyn. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah. She's like, OG, like she's babe. OG. Don't- yes. <laughs> Yes, you she know what's interesting? Tons oh, no, of really ahead. awesome stuff. 
No, she really ahead. did. I, I was just going to, because I remember when you unboxed it and you were sending me pictures. And I think what's so interesting about what you're doing and, and what you're probably seeing in that return on the quality of items is sometimes goodwill. And it's, I, I just want to say it because I know it's something we're probably all thinking and I'm not, it's, I'm not proud to say it, but sometimes it just feels like this faceless sort of, th- it's like you deal with this bag of shit. You know what I mean? Like here's a skirt that like maybe has like a rip in it or like here's a shirt that like maybe has a stain on it. And sometimes you like throw it in a bag and you give it to Goodwill and you're like, I did something good today. But I feel like with right. Farewell Exchange, it's like people are, it it does put you in charge. It puts the consumer in charge of being like, what happens to this stuff that is still in really amazing condition that someone would absolutely wear today? You know, that's not super dated. Right. There's nothing wrong with the item. It's just something I don't want to wear right now. And it's taking up space in my closet. So you're almost getting like the curated picks from people's closets, I right? I am. And it's really awesome. I get, uh, it's totally curated and, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's totally conscious also, which is the best part. And that's literally all I could ever ask for, you know, is to be conscious of right. how you're getting rid of your, your things. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know that the, you know, you're giving it to someone, to a actual person who's going to make sure that it finds its way into a, a new home. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that that's really important. I mean, Carolyn's like the perfect example. She reached out and was like, Hey, I, I live in your neighborhood. I have a ton of stuff I don't use anymore. Um, would you be interested? And I was like, of course, yeah, drop it off. And she dropped off a huge box with really great stuff. And most of that, most of the items that she's given me have found new homes, which is awesome. That's amazing. But and that's the, so, It's so cool. It's just so freaking cool. So part of the, the, the problem that I just want to double back on mm-hmm. is like the, conven- okay. So the convenience, the convenience of going to a goodwill is that you literally take your stuff and you drop it off. Mm-hmm. What I do is exactly the same thing, except instead of you having to drive it to a Goodwill, you order, you know, order a kit from me online and then you put your stuff in the bag and you ship it to me. So it's basically the same thing, except for, you know, you're not you're going to the post office instead of going to Goodwill. Right. Um, but I do, you know, really advise people. Um, I don't want your old, you know, old rags and, and things, you know, no, of I, course. I, I think that like, like people know that too. It's like, if you're, if your do. return address is on it, you know what I mean? It's like my name right. is attached to whatever is in that bag. And I wanted you to think I had like really cool and good stuff. So I like sent you my coolest <laughs> and best stuff. Yes. But I also, my hope when I send you clothing versus when I go to Goodwill and I don't go to Goodwill anymore. I'm just sending stuff to you. My hope is that it sells quickly. My, I do not want to give you more stuff to put in your storage unit. You know what I mean? Like you want to give right. the, away the things that you're like, you know, this isn't for me anymore, but like it's, if this was someone's style or if this was someone's size, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And it would be like, just pass it along to someone And that's the whole, and that's the whole reason why I started the exchange marketplace, right? So the first problem to solve was how do I help people sustainably donate their old clothes in a way that is super easy and convenient to them and, you know, super affordable. Um, Obviously you don't get a tax write off. But, you know, whenever I've donated to Goodwill, they give me the form and I, you know, trash it. Lose it. it. I I mean, exactly. It's like, what are you going to do with that? Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um. And so, you know, that, that's the problem, problem one, like that part piece is solved. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, the reason behind the name is you say farewell and you donate by mail. And then everything that you send via your donations goes on to the exchange. 
So the exchange marketplace is basically, you know, home to everything that is donated from people all over the country. Um, and then it's also home to everything that our members are sending us, which is even more curated. It's like the creme de la creme, right? Um, you're, we offer two membership plans. You have a, a monthly membership and then you have an annual membership. And those come with all kinds of different perks and benefits. Um, but our members, basically, they are you know, doing exactly the same process as our donors. And they're sending us their, you know, the best items from their closet that they don't, that they don't wear anymore. And then when they send me their clothes, I take their, their clothes, review them, inspect to make sure everything's, you know, good and dandy. And then those items then get listed to the exchange for you as a member, when you donate your, or when you send me your, send your items to the exchange, you get points for every single item of clothing. So I look at the item and then I tally up, um, you know, a like lump sum value. And then I apply those points to your account and you use those points to cash out for cash discounts. Um, and it's basically like, like uh, Buffalo exchange, but like <laughs> on steroids, right? Right. Um, you get real true cash value back. So when you go and you log on to the exchange marketplace, all you do is you can sign up for free. Anyone that, you know, is listening, you can literally go on the website um, and click, you know, sign up and then you automatically get $10 in credit, $10 in credits, which is 50 rewards points. And when you go to, um, the rewards portal, you basically can literally auto, I mean, to the dollar, you can say, I want to buy this shirt for $15. I have a $10 cash credit. Um, I think I want to save five of those dollars for another purchase. So I only cash out five of those, uh, $5 from my, um, sure. rewards points. And then I'll apply that discount to, to check out. So that's kind of, that's how it works. And it's full cycle, like sustainability, right. Which is super awesome. And, um, so we're getting things from, you know, highly curated from our members, which is, we love, I just got a, a ton of new stuff this week that I've been like rushing to get listed because I'm like, Oh my God, this stuff is so good. Like people, people need this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just cranking it out, but it's, it's definitely an, a, a process. I, so I launched the phase two of the exchange marketplace uh, a few months ago, and that was, you know, a big, really big push, which is basically, building the an entire back end of the website to mm-hmm. function in a way where you can easily cash out points. Um, that was definitely the biggest hurdle for did you me do that to all yourself get over. I did it. All You're by so myself. crazy. <laughs> Dude, you guys, I'm like a she, baby coder. Yeah, she I'm just like, is <laughs> learning she's like YouTubing like how to code and then she has this beautiful website literally. and I'm like she you do it all yourself. I was just gonna say like, when is it time for you to hire? When are you hiring? It, it, I, I need to find a space. I need to find a space, Caroline. I am like desperate to, I'm busting out of the seams. I need a space like yesterday. I have, uh, you know, uh, we actually upgraded our storage unit. So I have a much bigger storage unit now. Um, and I just did like a huge transition of everything from like spring and summer. And then I brought everything in or I brought, I want to say 50% I brought like the best of the best of the winter stuff back in. Um, so I just did a huge switch, switch over of inventory and oh my gosh, the stuff that I was, you know, that, that I had in storage, I don't remember, you know, what it was, but I was going through the bags and I was like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, there's Madewell, there's Everly, there's Aritzia, there's, um, you know, a- anthropology, there's all the, so much good stuff. So I actually just finished listing a bunch of new, new inventory, which is Damn. great. Do you ever sleep? Yeah. People need to know. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, now you do. You I, sleep I, more now. I, I try to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, very I do convincing. Get, I do get some, very I do get some sleep. Um, but I definitely don't. I mean, you know, part of entrepreneurship and yeah. the journey of starting a business is you do have to sacrifice a lot of things. And the biggest thing is definitely time. So there's oftentimes where I don't necessarily get to participate in social outings. Um, 
And I think the biggest impact for me is the the time spent mm-hmm. on it and not being able to do as much, um, you know, socially. But I don't know. I've been doing it like I've been we've been in quarantine for like almost two years now. So now yeah, it's just I was like, going to say, what are we doing like, anyway? <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. So now it's like, oh, it's not that different. But um, yeah, that that definitely is the biggest hurdle. But the website is pretty solid. So um, solid. It's I so good. definitely became a baby coder over the course of like three months. So everything that is that you see is hand coded by yours truly. It's incredible. So if you ever have any, if you're trying to start a, a Shopify uh, store and you have <laughs> questions, like definitely feel free to hit me up because I've learned <laughs> I failed and I fucked up the website. Like I literally broke my website. Like at least 17 times like it's, a ton of times because I don't know what I'm doing like I don't no, know website it's <laughs> amazing I know I've I feel that way on the small just trying to do my website I have not I don't even sell things straight to consumers online I can't that extra ad I would die I would just die I would literally really, fall over and die so I started I basically have two websites right now right so I have Fairwell Exchange which is run through Squarespace and then I yes. have the Exchange Marketplace which is run through Shopify Yes. And when when I had initially set out, I, um, you know, bought the big like business commerce plan on Squarespace. And I was like, awesome. This has all the bells and whistles that I need to, you know, eventually open my online store. (laughs) And then Rude Awakening was like realized, like, actually, it doesn't have everything I need. I need to be able to do like I need to be able to operate on the same level as like J.Crew. Right. Like I, this has to be like wish lists and you got to have portals and you got to have account, like all that stuff. Right. So totally. that's when I moved over to Shopify. And, you know, that that transition was pretty big um, because it is literally like learning a whole new language. Um, each any uh, e-commerce or website host or whatever that you go to they all speak different languages so you have to learn the language and learning it took it was a lot of trial and error but we got to a really good place so um it's fully functional right now and obviously it's a work in progress so tons of uh changes are happening every day on the back end like little tweaks and everything but the main the biggest functionality that is the most important and critical to you know me and for my customers and for, you know, people that are visiting the website, mm-hmm. um, is the rewards points portal, being able to, you know, cash out your points and being able to, you know, use those when you go to checkout. I love it. You've done such an incredible job. I am so happy to Thank now you. have a place to send all of my clothing. And I'm so excited to now introduce this as like a fully formed thing to the podcast because I'm hoping that all of you are going to go request a bag. Remember, it's free to donate. You don't have to join a membership program. You don't have to join the membership program to donate. But if you're going to shop the exchange marketplace, it makes sense to join the membership program. You get you get more bang for your buck in that way. Right. Yeah, definitely get a lot more bang for your buck, a lot more bang for your buck with the membership. But just to be able to donate is so much fun and the 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 welcome packet is so cute um it's just you've done such an incredible job and i need you to send me the xxl bag next because i'm ready (laughs) i'm going to honestly when we hang up from this call i am going through my closet because it's a nightmare i honestly i look like a hoarder and i just want you to have it all and um and it it would make me feel better if you did have it all so i'm gonna i'm just gonna get this stuff out to you i'm excited it's gonna be the great. stuff that you sent me. Uh, I got it. Uh, what was it? A few weeks ago was yeah. so so much good stuff. I tried on basically everything that you sent. <laughs> I think there was a pair of jeans that I like was too small, but I tried on like everything, and I was like, oh my god, this is all. And like, you sent me a ton of stuff that's like literally brand new attacks too. Just yeah, don't don't tell everybody that tonight. I, there's no, too much I'm, stuff I'm, in my closet. Yeah. I know. I Dude, know. Just we, too I, much we stuff. All have stuff. I we know. all have stuff that's you know with tags that we just don't. I mean, and also it's like if you miss your return policy, if you miss yes, the window for returning exactly. stuff, then it's like, oh, well, I have two of these. Dr- like, what am I going to do? There were um, also a so lot of cute things I bought. Ho- 
uh, with hopes of wearing them in the last two years and haven't worn anything yeah. but sweatpants, but I get, but yes. Okay. Listen, okay. I, you're, don't <laughs> feel bad. I have at least like three dresses in my closet from, uh, Target, like 20, Target 2019, I think 2019 or 2020 that were, are like, you know, dresses that you would wear for like a wedding or for, you know, something nice that I haven't been able to wear. Cause I'm like, where am I going? Where am I going? Where am I? And it, and none of, none of it fits me now because covid but um that stuff's gonna make its way to the marketplace at some point but you know i want to hold on to it because i'm like i get it i know we all have that's fine exactly but when that someday comes and goes and it's still in your closet you know where to send it now yes Uh, and i'm looking forward to shopping i what i want selfishly for everybody listening to request a kit send your clothes so then i can go shop in the closet of your closet, yes. essentially. Um, Tanette, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on all the success. Thank you 2022. so much. Is there anything um, on the horizon that we should be expecting to see from Farewell Exchange that we should keep an eye out for? Definitely keep an eye out. Uh, follow us on Instagram. I all post right. most of our, you know, life updates and mo, um, um, you know, major milestones there. The a big thing to watch out for, I am hoping in the like late spring to start hosting real live exchange parties where you can come and shop and shop the exchange. Um, I want to do something where people can actually, you know, come and have a real shopping experience and oh. do, you know, basically like a small micro event where you come, we'll have drinks um, maybe a little nosh, definitely some good tunes. Um, one thing that I definitely should plug is my farewell exchange Spotify playlist. <laughs> yes. And my, my dream is to basically, you know, rent out a, a pop-up space or a pop-up venue and bring in clothes that people send into the exchange and you can come and shop live. Um, and basically just host like the exchange live as a pop-up series somewhere in New York. Wow. Uh, okay. I'm just going to say this. We should combine a G thanks live show with the farewell exchange live pop up. Yes. And let's just do that because that sounds, I would, that sounds like it's like every good thing you've Dope, ever right? seen at Goodwill, like in one place is like, my yes, dream. it's my dream. Plus champagne. <laughs> Plus we're drunk. Exactly. Oh, I love drunk. it. Yeah. I love it. All right. Yeah. I will list every, um, the Instagram account, I will list where to sign up uh, for your welcome kit with your bags. You can mail your clothing to Tanette. Um, and of course, you are supporting a small business, Black woman-owned business, um, when you send your donations. And you can also feel really good about the fact that there is not one chance that anything you send will end up in a landfill. Um, I keep everything. Truly. And that's, <laughs> She's that might be a, a question. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to say, that's a question that people, um, you know, often ask me, what about what happens to the stuff that doesn't make it onto the exchange? I keep everything um, because oftentimes every year there is a natural disaster. And, you know, last year, for example, we were hit with a major hurricane, Hurricane Ida. And Mm -hmm. that, like, really, really impacted a lot of people in New Jersey. And I, you know, went through all of my inventory. I I actually, you know, did a little bit of community outreach and said, hey, I have free clothes. Tell me what size you wear. What do you need? And I will, you know, I will go through and look look through everything that I have and, and hand deliver whatever it is that you need to you. And we actually spent, you know, a weekend where we went driving around all over New Jersey and delivered things to people. Um, You know, mothers, tons of mothers who, you know, had little kids that needed kids clothes. Luckily I had um, a a few things for kids back then. Uh, There was a young couple in, in um, Clifton, New Jersey, who they really, they lost literally like we went, they took us through their house. And they lost literally everything. Um, the only clothes that they had were the clothes that they were wearing on their backs. It was absolutely devastating. And so, you know, I, I do keep everything because people in times of need really, really need stuff. And that's kind of why, you know, the, the donating to Goodwill right now is, I don't know, kind of, it's a, it's a little bit of an empty, 
it doesn't give back as much as what people think it gives back. Because mm. if you go to a Goodwill in New York City, any Goodwill, right? The markup on their clothing is astronomical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even afford half the stuff in Goodwill. That's interesting. Uh, and the, the whole point of, you know, Goodwill and Salvation Army is this for it's supposed to be affordable and accessible to people who need things. Yeah. But um, if you go in there and it's like $17 for a pair of pants, like that's not really accessible when you're, you're, you have like, you're located right next to, I'm talking, there's like a very specific goodwill that I'm like picturing in my mind, like all of the, like just, you know, extremely marked up prices. They're located right next to a homeless shelter. The people, so the people who actually need those clothes that are right there, they're, they don't have access to any of the stuff because it's, they can't afford it. Right. So that's, um, that's a, that's another really big problem. I give a lot of clothes away for free. And so if anyone's ever wondering, you know, what happens about the stuff that you don't, that you don't post, um, that stuff usually gets donated to other people. Like I like to make sure things go actually directly into people's hands. Um, so I do work with some, some local groups here in Jersey city to hand off things on a monthly basis. You have it all covered. You really do. I'm not surprised. Uh, for now. <laughs> but I'm very happy to to hear that. That's just really wonderful. And like, I don't know. I just, I love that. I hope that you guys were Thank already you. convinced long ago in the episode to uh, curate a bag of the clothing that you loved but no longer wear and send it to the um, farewell exchange. But also knowing that really like, you're giving it directly, not just to a small business, but really it, it does feel good to know that you're not contributing to like a massive problem that we're looking at in the in the like consumerist industry right now. Um, yep. So I Thank you. am pumped. I can't wait to hear from you directly, Jeanette, how many people sign up for a bag. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm here when you are ready to get a space and do a live event. I'm on board. I cannot wait. On board. I am like, I am like, oh my gosh, I will come to LA. We can do one. I'll do one in LA and New York. And I'll come to New York. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> as soon as, okay, that's happening. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, right? happening. Okay, let's it's do it. It's definitely happening. It. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm Thank so you. happy to see all of your success. You guys, of course, I will link to everything um, in the show notes, everywhere, the Instagram, you can go donate, uh, follow Tanette ask her questions she knows a lot and we'll definitely have you back again uh and i just i can't i'm just very happy for you and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of do you think just bought it you just listened to another episode of do you think just bought it edited and mixed by veronica gruba and produced and hosted by me caroline moss in between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at GThanks.Substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at Caroline at GThanksJustBoughtIt.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G-Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G-Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G-Thanks and friends. <laughs>